Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Carter Posting Podcast. I am your only host, Carter Posting, and I am so glad that you are here. Today, well, we've been thinking about some things. Uh, I have two specific uh, childhood stories I'd like to tell you. Uh, I think might just be a good way to get us, you know, all nice and connected. Before I start this, I'd like to point out a uh, point of criticization for me, you know. So, like, right now, I'm in, like, an, I'm in, like, a computer chair. Like, an old computer chair. It's, like, broken shit. Uh, you know. Broken to where it's stuck on the lowest possible setting it can be. But I just keep, like, swinging. But I gotta keep my head and my mouth focused right into the microphone or else it will do this. See, look, is my mouth focused into it? And this is me not focused into it. Hopefully, there's a noticeable difference there. Anyways. <clears throat> now I'm going to forget the story, aren't I? So when I was younger, I was about eight, I believe. I was playing this cool game called Gotham, Cities, Gotham City Imposters. Basically, the game takes place on this game takes place in Gotham and whenever Batman leaves a bunch of Joker minions or something pops out and a bunch of Joker minions you know pop out sort of take out the city or you know take over the city or kill people or the fuck they do and a bunch of Batman sort of like worshippers will then pop out to fight them <clears throat> and from there it was just your basic shooter. But for some reason, I was really obsessed with this game. I was freaking going crazy. I was going crazy. And this was back in the PS3 days. So, I'm eight, I do believe. And I'm playing with my older brother. And there's this girl on the mic, and we're all talking. And she asked me, what's my age? And we'll go off from cities and... Gotham City Imposters was for teenagers. So I was thinking, man, I gotta make myself sound like I'm an older person, like I'm a teenager. Or I'm older than I really am. But I also knew that my voice is way too light for them to think I was 16. So I had the perfect plan, okay? It was gonna be an older... I had a perfect plan, so I was gonna say an older age, but I was also gonna deepen my voice a little bit to make it seem like I was that age. I wouldn't go to too high of an age point where it would be unrealistic. So I got ready. I deepened my voice and I said, I'm 10. Cue laughter from whatever girl was on the other side of the mic and my brother. Absolutely painful, painful. Turn out. I, you know, I... I thought it was gonna be it was gonna be my chance to prove myself. A real a real gamer I would have been. And yet here I am fallen. And something else I used to do. When I was way small, like four, maybe four years like four years old. Something I used to do is I'd be at my great grandma's house, because I sort of went there instead of preschool. And 
I'd eat like bananas all the time. And for some reason, I thought I'd have to hide the fact that I was eating bananas from her, even though she would probably be happy I was eating bananas. But to hide the bananas after opening them and taking a few bites, I would take the banana, and I'd shove it down the couch cushions, and just let it sit there, and then it'd be covering like ants and like attract ants inside the house, and uh, it'd be fucking gross and shit. Ugh. Pull it out and eat it. Not with the ants. Not with the ants, mind you. I would never eat anything with ants, but I would like still pull it out of the cushion and start eating it. In spite of whatever like cushion crumbs or the fuck was in between those, and I'd get bananas smashed in between the cushions of her couch. So, huh. moving on from that, I'd like to discuss patriotism. Now, remember I said patriotism, not nationalism. I think patriotism is not necessarily a negative or an evil to the leftist cause, but rather a tool. Now, of course, a tool can be used right or wrong. But I think that as leftists, we should be utilizing, utilizing, we should be utilizing all tools that we have handy. We, as leftists, are fighting a very stiff fight. <laughs> so, we should be using patriotism to sort of in like encourage union membership. Encourage fight back against the bureaucrats, the aristocrats, the capitalists, the bourgeoisie. We should be using patriotism to to like justify the increased rights of workers I'm using patriotism to justify uh, <clears throat> effective health care but as leftists we seem to sort of snub this we see patriotism as inherently evil uh, inherently evil and uh, reductive to the leftist cause. And some leftists do argue that revolution has no nation. And I suppose you're right. But patriotism isn't always based on nation alone. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> excuse me, so very sorry. Now, now, maybe by definition, I might be wrong. Maybe if you look at the strict definition, talking specifically about a country or whatever, maybe whatever. But if we're looking at whatever during or post-revolution, whatever comes after patriotism, it's a, a similar force to patriotism, I believe, will spring up. If you want to play a definitions game. I'm just going to call patriotism. Because it's, it's fucking simpler on our, uh, on our uh, language. Now no matter what. No matter 
if the United States and America actually exists as a full-blown independent nation, Americans are still going to feel... Ah, fuck. Excuse me. Americans are still going to feel a sort of patriotism towards America and the idea of America, despite whether that's an actual existing nation. But yet, leftists sort of, like, like, deny this. Or maybe they don't deny it, but they don't discuss it. They, it's, it's wrong, really, to think of uh, the love and the devotion that one has to one's geological coordinates. But the real question is, this, is that actually bad? I'm perfectly fine with patriotism as long as it's not nationalism. There's nothing inherently bad with patriotism. In fact, it can be a, a use for good. You, as I've discussed earlier, you can, just, you can use it as a tool to help further the cause and justify better rights for workers. But for some odd reason... Have to see patriotism as just swing towards fascism and the right, independent of whatever context it's being used in. But if we don't use patriotism as a tool, the right does. As we can use patriotism to say, for example, the United States is such a great nation that we allow the United States is such a great nation that we allow immigrants and people of all different backgrounds to share within our prosperity and increase our prosperity. Isn't America great for taking in all these different people? That's the type of patriotism we could have. But since we sort of shun it, the patriotism we get is America is so great. We can't have immigrants coming in and sacrificing American sovereignty and our culture and, and what makes us great. You know, if we have universal health care, then we're going to be the rest of the world, and that's going to end what makes America exceptional. And th that's the main reason why I think leftists should be using patriotism as a tool. Despite leftists... Well, leftists should be using any tool that they possibly can. Leftists should also be trying to take tools that the right uses and use it for our own good. Because if we change the context of something to support our idea, especially something as widely appreciated as patriotism across the American public, Then that's just us going farther. With something as widely reaching and universal across our across the nation as patriotism for it, we could tie that to a specific idea and make that specific idea look like the, look like the moral right, the moral right. And that is another battle in which we win. That is another inch in which we cross.
Ah, oh, shit, I just, fu I just hit the mic with the- I just fucking hit the mic with my hand. <clears throat> That's better. Alright. Like, I don't care how we do it. Listen, I wanna- I wanna see propaganda posters outside of Karl Marx holding an American flag with a- with a huge old- with a big old cock fucking holding an American flag leading the workers- leading the workers in the revolution. But we just don't utilize it. Because we have these moral principles that any care for your nation is real is wrong. And that if you don't and that if you're not completely like international, completely separated from your nation, to to be proud of one's geological coordinates is foolish. That type of thinking is just it's a rejection of what the majority of the world holds on to. And by extension, one of the most effective and a, one of the most effective tools that we have. And we just give it away to the right, just like that. So, and I'm sure that there are other things. I can't come up with the top of my head that the left sort of creates as a taboo that we could be using as a tool to further our cause. But since we don't, the right takes advantage of it. And we really need to change that, like now. We need to quit seeing patriotism as a moral evil. Patriotism is not nationalism. And that's just a fact. Nationalism is when... Yeah, nationalism is when Nazis. Nationalism is when the state is superior to others. Our people is superior. Cultural, our culture is superior. Whatever. Our nation deserves to rule the world. That is... That is nationalism. The fucking lights just flickered in the goddamn house. That was spooky. That was fucking spooky as shit. But that is nationalism. Patriotism is just a sort of love and care for for your for your fellow Americans. And I'm speaking with with America here because well, that's where I'm from, so it's it, it sort of rolls off tongue for me. A sort of love and care for this idea of America in which you want to withhold, and for being such an easy easy tool to utilize with leftists util utilizing it in the past to help bolster union membership it is a shame that we are letting it go so easily we should be ashamed of that for our final segment uh, tonight, I would like to discuss gun control. Now, I have a pretty specific, well, no, actually, no, I don't. I have a very broad position on gun control, mostly because I don't know what I'm talking about. And most of what I believe about gun control is made up from leftist memes that I've saw, and the little quips leftists have made. Hmm. But, given from the information I have so far, Here's a my sort of idea on gun control. Alright, so. The workers, the proletariat, should be armed. 100%. The proletariat should be armed. 
you should go out and buy a gun if you can. That'd be lovely. But, doesn't mean that there shouldn't be additional gun control. Within the gun, gun crime that we have seen, we need additional gun control. <clears throat> First of all, something I 100% am opposed to is the sort of gun tax that was proposed by President Biden. He, I don't remember the specifics, but basically the entire gun control was that there was going to be a, a tax, supposedly a steep tax, or a cumulative, or like a, or like a cumulative, cumulative tax, as in like it increased depending on how, like how many guns you owned or something, on firearms. This is an incredibly stupid idea for a leftist to support, because no financial barrier should exist for guns. Gun control should not be based on one's financial ability to own a gun. This sort of filters it to the upper class and leaves the working class with the short stick. And assault weapons bans, which I often do see is not good either, because assault weapons, assault weapons is a broad term. It's a too broad term. It encompasses, purposely encompasses way too many guns to be properly applied without it sort of coming to one's opinion on what an assault weapon is. And now this is very useful for the pro-gun control league because this allows them to very simply just take as many guns as they can as long as it's reasonable to deem them as assault weapons. Now, a registry is reasonable. I'd like that. And maybe a ban on mags sounds like a very reasonable course of action that we should take. But I've heard this position before uh, from one person specifically. I'm not going to say their name. But I've heard the position that like guns or like the guns that are illegally sold should be like only able to hold like one bullet at a time or something and that is absolutely ridiculous trust me man that's not how leftist revolution is not going to take place with a fucking one bullet gun and <laughs> that's not going to help you man especially against the government there's some big 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 boys so if you want to overthrow the government in Minecraft, you'd have to get better weaponry in that. Now, now a lot of anti-gun control leftists always make the argument that there shouldn't be gun control because that will hinder the revolution. And, well, that response didn't actually work for me. Because I have a kind of doomer response when it comes to the revolution. I don't think a revolution is going to happen in my lifetime. Not for any particular reason. Mostly because it just seems impossible. It just seems like nothing. It just seems like 
I just don't have that much hope in humanity. Despite how much people try to justify it, I just do not have the hope that humanity will be able to do that. And I do not believe that there will be a revolution in my lifetime. So I'm just sort of settling. And this actually reminds me of something else of an anti-voting argument that's often made. That it legitimizes the state. Now this argument drives me up the wall. Because it literally it means nothing at all. Legitimizes the state is a subjective term. <laughs> like, what gives the state legitimacy? I, is it your one vote that all of a sudden... And who's it legitimizing it to? Is it legitimizing it to you? Is it legitimizing it to everyone? Because my one vote isn't going to legitimize the state for everyone. And in my mind, the state is already not legitimate. Well, I believe legitimizes the state is its com- is its control over resources and that's extremely broad so it can encompass a lot of stuff like as resources to control like they control our policing our military and how and like housing whatever else and with this control of resources and they that is what gives them legitimacy they have legitimate power to hold over you. That is what legitimizes the state, not me voting for Joe Biden because I want better access to health care. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. It's, it, it literally hinders us none to vote. And yet, and yet... Every time you vote, they'll pretend like it's holding back the revolution hundreds and hundreds of years. No one is satisfied with the voting system. Nobody. Right, left, center, nobody likes it. Nobody likes our voting system. Everyone is sort of riled up at each other. But not voting is not the solution to that. Because what the fuck does that do? What does not voting accomplish? An honest that's like a, and that's an honest question. What does not voting accomplish? It accomplishes nothing. Actually, it holds us back. You see, when it comes to voting, if you go out and vote, at least if if you have to if you go out to vote, at its worst it'll affect nothing, and at its best it'll affect you in a positive way. Not voting at its best affects nothing, and at and at its worst affects you in a negative way. Because then you get then you get the the worst guy in office. I didn't want to say good but you know like good guy or bad guy, but you get the worst guy in office. The guy that's passing tax cuts for the rich and actively fighting for more for you know actually actively fighting against accessible health care and actively restricting vote and actively you know restricting the voting rights of black of people of color that's and that's why you need to vote because at because you lose nothing and 
you have everything in the game. It's a perfect, it's a perfect bet because you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And no matter what, you know it. You pay nothing for the chance to win a prize. And that prize can vary from big to small, but either way, you have a chance. So, go out and vote. And with that, I'm ending the cast. I hope you enjoyed it. This has been the Carter Posting Podcast. Thank you for joining us.